Welcome in. The Titans have dismantled the Cleveland Browns, and we are going to talk about it. James, holy shit, what a game. Beat the fucking brakes off him. Unbelievable. I can't, I mean, this, okay, so the Titans win 43-13. to 13. We are recording pretty much immediately after the game. I have the Cowboys on in my room. What are you watching? I'm watching the Colts and the Chargers. Chargers just went up on the Colts, so that's good news. We'll see what the, we'll see what the Saints can do on Monday. Hopefully, we're leading the division after this week. Hopefully, hopefully the Titans had just an unbelievable win. I mean, what a fun game to watch! They completely destroyed the Browns on every level. Forty-three to thirteen, they blew them out. It's the Titans' biggest. I saw this on the broadcast, so that's where the credit goes. Biggest Week One win since 1991 that's crazy i mean it's a huge win i i can't think of a more fun game that the titans had watching the titans since the patriots game last year the patriots game was probably a little better of a win coming out and winning that game against the eventual super bowl champions but this game was pretty great what a great what i mean how fun what do you think i think it was better than the patriots game really yeah because the Patriots were the Super Bowl champs. So, of course, everybody's going to give them the win. But you had the 7-9 and nine fucking Browns coming in who were 0-16 the year before, just chalking up it as an easy W. Titans aren't going to stand a fucking chance. And we come in and we take care of business against even a bad team or a good team, whatever you want to call them. We took care of business, and that's important. See, that's why, because the Browns are not really anything yet. The Browns could go on to be terrible this year. We have no idea. I mean, they committed how many penalties? Un- so many penalties in this game. Eight, 18 penalties for 182 penalty yards. That's crazy. I think maybe I'm enjoying it a little more is because I'm petty. So all these people giving us, oh, the Browns are just going to come in and whoop y'all, punch y'all in the mouth. And yeah, I'm enjoying the pettiness too. I mean, I, th- I think that's like, I've been having so much fun on Twitter going out and finding like these old tweets from the Browns, like people saying that they were going to blow us, blow the Titans out. Mariota is going to be injured in the first quarter because of their amazing pass rush and all that stuff. And, like, they did get to the quarterback. They had uh, five sacks in this game. Is that right? Five sacks or four sacks? Cam, Cameron Wade. No, I'm talking about the Browns. Four sacks. Oh. The Browns had four sacks in this game, so it wasn't like the pass rush wasn't getting home, but it wasn't enough. The Titans just completely – so, I mean, yeah, it was a great win. It was an amazing win. I don't know if it was a be- the best win that I've seen, but it was the best win in a while. In half a season at least. And what a statement. I mean, you go into Cleveland and take the Browns down. I'm just blown away. I can't believe what... Like, I I wanted the Titans to win this game, obviously, but I never expected them to win by 30 points and score 43. Like, it's crazy. Man, Nick Chubb. I thought they held Nick Chubb. What was his final? You have the box score pulled up, right? Nick Chubb had 16 carries for 74 yards, 4.6 yards per carry. That's I mean that's a pretty bad. good we, day. Yeah, we bought yeah we bottled them for the most part though. Um, I guess they were behind most of the game, so they were pretty much throwing. That was the key. Um, the Titans forced the Browns to throw in the when the pass rush. I mean, in the first quarter, in the first half, the pass rush wasn't really getting there, but in the second half, you started to see the coverage downfield was better. The pass rush was getting to Baker and. We, we got to see him. The Titans had five sacks in this game. Cameron Wake, did Cameron Wake have two sacks? I mean, he could have had three, I think, just watching the game. They gave him two and a half in the box score. Two and a half sacks. <laughs> Brian Arakpo and Derek Morgan had what? 
how many sacks last year? Two total? Yeah, and then I think he had two in this game. Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, Jesus. my gosh. And it's the safety. Oh, it was so beautiful. It, because I, that first half of that game, it was just, oh, man, this is going to be a long-ass game. Baker's going to have all day to throw. He's just going to pick us apart. And I'm going to be in the worst fucking mood for the week because everything everybody was saying was right. But they end up turning it around. They start getting pressure and three interceptions later. Yeah, I can't believe that they... Yeah, the defense really stepped up. I mean, the the three interceptions were all really great plays by the defense. The um, the Kevin Byard's pick undercutting the pass was almost exactly what I was talking about on our last podcast about you leave you have that safety underneath to rob those deep middle routes and Baker for whatever reason doesn't see that robber and that's exactly what happened on that play. Kevin Byard was hanging out over closer to the sideline and he baited Baker into throwing over the middle, peeled off his where he was at underneath and picked it off great play by Bayard I'm sure he saw that on the film and was ready to be re- to be able to make a play like that and it was a deep, hell of a play too it, it was, was all a hands. hell of a play and all hands Logan Ryan's interception was really nice undercutting the pass and catching the ball I mean those ball skills we talked about on his on our last podcast like coming into play there as he picked off Jarvis Landry and Malcolm Butler finishing it off with a pick six what a great what a fun way to win that game i'm just i'm just i i don't know i can't even i can't express the the disbelief but in such a positive way you know what i mean (laughs) welcome back delaney walker absolutely you know the offense didn't like play great in this game especially in the first half things were pretty like slow in this game overall but they built up a steady lead um, with a couple of field goals and the safety and the Derrick Henry's first touchdown on a run on a nice drive. And then in the second half, things really exploded. It, it was really great to see as the Browns started making a push and they cut it to a close game there. What did they make it like 15, 13, I think. And that's, yep. and that's when the Titans responded with Derrick Henry's 75 yard touchdown catch on the screenplay. It was very well executed play action, fake to Henry Mariota stood in a pocket, stood in the pocket as the, pressure was getting there the allowed pressure intentionally allowed the guys were coming bearing down on him backing away and throwing it to henry and then henry bursting down the sideline it looked like it was reminiscent of that one against the colts when he had that 75 yard touchdown a couple of years ago obviously reminiscent of jacksonville last year derrick henry looks like he's ready to pick up where he left off it it's a really promising start to the season for the titans i don't want to overreact too much um, we'll talk about we can talk about some of the things that the Titans had in their favor in this game that really benefited them. But at this point, it's hard not to be really encouraged and confident in the Titans based on this game. I mean, this is probably the best win that any team had in the NFL so far this week. the the uh, The Chiefs had a really big win, um, forty to twenty six over Jacksonville, which was great to see for as a Titans fan. But Nick Foles got knocked out of that game really. <clears throat> excuse me. Nick Foles got knocked out of that game really early. So yeah, he's out indefinitely too. Yeah, Nick Foles with a broken clavicle is out indefinitely. Gardner Minshew, who's a rookie, is the quarterback now in Jacksonville, and he actually played really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, twenty-two to twenty-five. <laughs> pretty unbelievable that 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 he was able to play that well. But I mean, there's no film on him now. There is film on him, so 
the Titans will take him on in week three, it, it would appear, unless Nick Foles is able to make a miraculous recovery. There's no timetable yet for his injury, but I can't imagine he plays within a couple of months. Of, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty serious injury, broken clavicle. And yeah. the Ravens beat the Dolphins 59-10, to which is honestly probably a more impressive win because this is still the NFL. Even if the Dolphins are tanking, like openly tanking for a quarterback right now, they were still at uh, the Ravens were a seven point favorite in this game. So they were expected to win. Um, the Titans were a six point underdog on the road. The Ravens were also on the road, but Lamar Jackson threw five touchdowns. That's insane in itself. Like I probably give Baltimore's win. That probably give I mean, the best. Have you, have you ever heard of a running back throwing for hey, six? Hey, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I am pro Lamar right. Jackson. Let's be, yeah, let's yeah. be clear. This is a pro Lamar Jackson podcast. All right, all right. I don't know. I'll, I'll remind you. <laughs> I have I have receipts somewhere. But anyway, but, uh, the Titans going forty three to thirteen is got to be something that is going to shock the NFL. This is going to be talked about tomorrow. What do you think the headlines are going to be? Is it going to be more about how Tennessee dismantled Cleveland, or is it going to be about how Cleveland totally shit the bed? It's going to be how Cleveland totally shit the bed. And I, I tweeted earlier in the week, and it actually did remarkably well. Um, if the Titans had lost, Baker Mayfield's the MVP and their Super Bowl contenders. Uh, Nate Burleson was picking up for the Super Bowl right before the game. Titans win and win convincingly. They're still going to give the Browns, you know, what's going on. They don't have any kind of synergy going on yet. It's going to take a few games for them to all kinds of excuses just to basically save face for all the shit they were talking the week before. Yeah, I guess so. Um, 43 to 13, Especially- though. It's not like it was 20 to 13. Like 20 to 13, you can say, oh, the Browns shot themselves in the foot with 180 penalty yards. But 43 to 13, like penalties aside, penalties right. don't create a 30 point discrepancy in the score. Like, you know what creates a 30 point discrepancy? Your quarterback throwing three interceptions, all of them pretty, pretty, I mean, not great. <laughs> they didn't look great. Well, well, the Bleacher Report that I got said uh, Baker turns in a dud. So. Yeah, and, and he did. I mean, that's not untrue to say that the guy who threw three interceptions had a quarterback rating of 64.1 didn't turn in a dud, but it's true. It did, the headline wasn't Titans defense stifles Baker Mayfield. It was Baker Mayfield struggles or whatever. Yeah, he woke up feeling dangerous. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Marcus Mariota's performance in this game, but let's take a quick break and then we'll do that. Marcus Mariota had a pretty great game if you look at the box score, which I've talked about is actually being important this year as opposed to last year's where box scores don't matter. Marcus Mariota threw 11 touchdowns last season. In this game, he threw three touchdowns. He was 14 for 24, 248 yards passing, an average of 10.3 yards per attempt for three touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 133.3. He had an undeniably good game, right? Right. I thought he started off kind of rocky in the beginning. Uh, He kind of sailed that pass high on a third down. But for the most part, held it together. There were some protection breakdowns and some drop passes. But, I mean, it's going to happen. He has to get through that. I thought that play where he he turned a sack into an incomplete pass was really good on his part. Um I mean, I have no complaints. I don't see how anybody could complain in this game. Yeah, that was a really nice play where he somehow kept his knee from touching the ground. I mean, that doesn't even look humanly possible watching the replay of that. But 
and that was a really heads up play. And I also liked seeing him slide late in the game when it was third and 13 and the Titans were just like running out the clock to punt the ball. And uh, you're up 30 points. Don't risk an injury. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, cause he's talked about how when he's on the field, it's competitive mindset, whatever, but Hey, that was a heads up play by him there. Protect yourself. And he took, he took enough shots in this game. Anyway, the Browns had two roughing the passer penalties. One of them was pretty bad. The, the second one was not really dangerous in terms of injuring him. It was late though. Um, Browns were super undisciplined in this game. So that, that definitely helped the Titans, but in the, Browns gave up at least five first downs uh, just off of penalties in this game to the Titans. But even so, I don't even think Mariota really struggled that much early on. Deion Lewis dropped a screen pass that he probably had a first down on on the opening drive. The pass to Corey Davis was a little bit high, but it was safely high because it wasn't close enough to the safety behind him, but it also wasn't really defendable by the defensive back underneath in terms of being interceptable. So... If you're going to miss in that situation, it's a, that's an okay way to miss. It was a miss, but every quarterback misses passes throughout a game. Like You're not going to be perfect throughout a game, and if you expect someone to be totally perfect in a game, then your expectations are unreal. And the Tajay Sharp play was clearly a miscommunication on that. I think that was also a third down in the first half. But in the second half, Marcus Mariota was 6 of 6 for 140 yards and three touchdowns. And yes, that includes a 75-yard touchdown catch by Derrick Henry, but like you were talking about, there was a couple drop passes, there was some protection issues, there was the miss to Corey Davis and the miscommunication with Tajay Sharp. And in the past, those kinds of miscommunications and breakdowns have been so detrimental to the passing game that Mariota ends up with 160 passing yards in a game. The sign of true evolution here for this Titans team is that you can do all those mistakes, make all those mistakes, and still come out with 248 passing yards from the quarterback for three passing touchdowns with 10 yards per pass attempt. That is an impressive game for Mariota, regardless of the fact that he got 75 yards from the Derrick Henry touchdown catch. You know what I mean? Right. And this is without Taylor Lewan. I'm already, right. looking to, I'm already looking to week five, thinking about what Art Smith has dialed up for this team and how that running game is going to look going to the left. The running game struggled mightily early on, but... They, they started to break through there towards the second quarter. That's kind of what I expect to see from this team throughout the course of the season, especially against really strong defensive lines like the Cleveland Browns have. But after a while, Derrick Henry just keeps coming at you. And in the second half, he was coming, and he, was, he started to bust out some runs. I think that that's how the Titans' offense really started getting going was Derrick Henry started getting going, and he obviously scored the first touchdown. And then uh, he had that run that he got to the outside to the right. It was pretty great. That 75-yard passing touchdown really changed the game um, because we answered. Defense came out hyped up. I think they got the pick the next play. Uh, we got the ball back and just feed it to Henry. Go, 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 go. The first of, the first of three interceptions. The first of three. And um, – I really liked Art Smith with his play action in this game. I thought um, the play action we did was really successful. Uh, I don't know if it was the first or the second Delaney TD, but that play action, that entire defense bit, and Delaney just took it. Right. And uh, the big deep pass to A.J. Brown was off of a nice play action, um, and Mariota made a really nice throw on that play. The uh, Not the deep pass, I'm sorry, the, the second one where he caught it shallow and ran after the catch. 
Mario put the ball right on the money there and allowed AJ to catch the ball. And how about AJ Brown? I was about catching to say. that ball, turning upfield, stiff arming a guy's face into the dirt. He wasn't even like he didn't even bother even paying attention to the guy. He just like stuck his arm out and flattened him and continued upfield for thirty more yards. AJ Brown was extremely impressive. Uh, his first game as a Titan, hundred yards. AJ fucking Brown. Like in all of our hype with the the touchdowns from Delaney and the interceptions and it's it, I kind of forgot about AJ Brown, but how about AJ Brown? And Jesus, you didn't even hear from Corey this game. That's interesting, right? I mean, Corey Davis had a few targets. He drew a couple penalties downfield, which were also nice plays by him. Um, but he didn't catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so and the Titans offense didn't really struggle because of it. Is AJ Brown hot take? Has AJ Brown already surpassed Corey Davis as the Titans number one receiver? Well, it's his first game as a rookie, he sure has. I want to talk about Logan Ryan, who had eight total tackles, one and a half sacks, a tackle for loss, a pass deflection, two QB hits, and an interception. Logan Ryan gets my defensive MVP award here. I know Cameron Wake had two and a half sacks, but let's think about the matchups here. Cameron Wake was rushing against like a fourth string tackle after Greg Robinson got thrown out and his backup got hurt. They had to move their right tackle, who's only started 10 games in his whole career, to the left side and put in some complete nobody at right tackle. The Browns were down to five healthy offensive linemen. That's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast when I said, like, this doesn't mean the Titans are going to be a great team this year. Like, the Browns had a lot of issues and a lot of things that went in the Titans' favor. And it kind of snowballed into this 43-13 win. And I don't want to take anything away from the Titans because I think they played very well in this game. But they did have the chance to take advantage of some extreme discrepancies talent-wise, like between Cameron Wake and whoever he was lined up against on any given play, whether it was the right side or the left side. Cameron Wake was always going to be the number, the, the matchup advantage winner in that situation. So... All that said, Logan Ryan gets my defensive MVP because he was stick on, stuck on Jarvis Landry, and he played a great game. Jarvis Landry had four catches for 67 yards on seven targets, which is he had a he had a nice catch downfield on one play that on their second touchdown drive, but that Logan Ryan was t- in tight coverage on. So I just wanted to give props to Logan Ryan because I thought he played an excellent game today. I I, I agree with that. Um can't really think of anybody. I mean, Cameron Wake, if I'm going to be different from yeah. you, I'd probably give it to him. You know, came in on his snaps and got pressure when we needed it and got a safety kind of – he just did everything that we thought he was going to do when we signed him. And for everyone saying that we signed a fucking fossil, well, you're wrong. Right. Absolutely. And uh, Harold Landry looked good too. Harold Landry actually forced that fumble, on that Baker Mayfield fumble um, that the Browns were able to recover at the one-yard line. You know what's crazy is the Titans won this game 43-13, to 13, and they had a lot of missed opportunities. They had that. The very first play of the game, Jayon Brown had a diving deflection and tipped the ball right into Adoree Jackson's hands, and Adoree just couldn't secure the pass, and it fell incomplete. Um, Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Butler, excuse me, Malcolm Butler also dropped an interception, even though he ended up getting a pick six later in the game. He dropped what well, should have been an easy interception that was also tipped right into his hands. And then the fumble I just mentioned that the Browns were able to recover at the one yard line. If any of those plays had gone the other way for the Titans, like the snowball effect that happened in this game could have started much earlier. It almost felt like 
the dam was waiting to break for the Titans defense in terms of those turnovers coming in. And they finally started getting them in the fourth quarter. We, we really had a lot of help in that first, uh, drive that we had the first touchdown. No, it was a field goal. Um, if we're giving out MVPs, um, just to kind of be different because I don't want to give it to say Delaney or Henry or Mariota. I kind of want to give it to Cairo Santos because he came in, everybody kind of had questions and they're nervous about suck up, you know, not being there kicks that 54 yarder when I think his longest was 53 granted the back was to his win, but he nailed it. Um, you know, came in, did the extra points like he's supposed to, um, just kind of puts everybody at ease going forward. Yeah. He made, I think it was a 53 yarder officially, but yeah, it was, it matched his career long. I, I think they gave him 53 in the box score. So, okay. Yeah. 53 yarder, but it was very, it was right down the middle and it was, would have been good from even further than, than that. Um, any final thoughts on this game? Uh, I'm excited to hear your review on it for sure with Art Smith and this offense and, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fun watching it. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to dig into the All-22 of this and, and break down how the how the Titans did what they did. This is going to be pretty fun to go back and look at. I will end it on this. I bet Greg Robinson's kicking himself right now. <laughs> Instead of kicking Kenny Vaccaro in the face. What a douchebag. Yeah. But frustration. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, but fucking. All righty. That'll do it for us today. We love you. Follow James on Twitter. At South Texas Titan. Follow me on Twitter, at Titans Film Room. Be sure to go subscribe to the podcast feed, Music City Miracles, so you can get our show as well as MCM Radio. And leave us a little review. Leave us a little five-star rating. You know, we like the five stars. And I don't know, do you want to say anything else? Do you got the For, for the Boys uh, audio drop? For the Boys on three. One, two, three. For the boys!